Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is a victory Monday right here on the San Francisco 49ers Report, and we are live. I'm Chase Senior. No matter where you are, how you're tuned in, we appreciate all of you for making today's show a part of your day. Certainly a lot to get to. San Francisco now has the number one seed in the NFC playoff picture after dismantling and sweeping the Seattle Seahawks. And we have some crazy, wild, ridiculous numbers to look at that Brock Purdy has been putting up. Stay tuned for that. We'll take your questions as well. So happy that all of you are here with us. Do want to give a shout out to two of our sponsors of our 49ers Report live show today. The first one is Factor. It's the holiday season. We don't have a lot of time to go grocery shopping, do meal prepping. So get 50% off. Factormeals.com slash Niners Chat 50. Fresh, never frozen meals that are ready in just a couple of minutes. And they are delivered straight to your door. They have vegan options, protein-packed options. So it's factormeals.com slash NinersChat50. So many different meals to choose from. That is one sponsor that is making today's 49ers Report Live possible. The other sponsor that we want to tell you about is also Prize Picks, the largest independently run daily fantasy sports app in North America. You can get a $100 deposit match at prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use the code CLNS for that deal to apply. Going into Monday Night Football, we have a double dipper for all of you. Tua Tungavaloa, more than 295 and a half passing yards. Devon Chain, more than a half passing, rushing, and receiving touchdown. We need him to get into the end zone once. And then Tajay Spears, more than 20 and a half rushing yards. I really like that one. Get your picks in. Tail us if you want prizepicks.com slash CLNS, code CLNS for that deal to apply. Also want to chop it up today on the 49ers report, so start getting your questions in right now. If we get enough good questions, we will do a mailbag with all of, all, all of our loyal subscribers. If we don't get enough questions, we'll just do a mailbag a little bit later on this week. So use hashtag 49ers or send in a super chat to ask us anything Live on the San Francisco 49ers Report, I'm Chase Senior, producer Trizzy Trace is hanging out. We have a lot of real ones who are here. Roddy Cal, Fukunea, I just tweeted you back. Matt Keller, Jeannie Wyatt, John Wallace, Buddy, Keenwood, Niner Bay, Bob Smith, Richard. It's good to see everybody here as well as May Day, Lucas Miller, Words of Wisdom. The list goes on and on and on. We're going to start this show very quickly. Make sure everybody... 
hits that thumbs up icon and you like the video, the more likes that we get, the more people who will hang out, the better that the show will be. And with that, let's talk some Niners on this Victory Monday right now. It's a Victory Monday right here on the San Francisco 49ers Report. Niners are hot. Niners news is hot. And we're breaking it all down on today's show. No matter where you are, how you're tuned in, we appreciate you for making today's 49ers Report a part of your day. San Francisco just sweeping Seattle. The Niners now the number one seed in the NFC. And there is so much to unpack and get into. First, though, if you feel like this Niners team is special, and I'm talking special special like the potential to be one of the better Niners teams of all time because the talent level on this team the way that they're blowing out teams is really extraordinary right now I want you to hit that thumbs up icon and like the video what's special is that going into this week's game against the Arizona Cardinals San Francisco going into this week and for the remainder of the year will pretty much control their own destiny Due to the Philadelphia Eagles losing on Sunday Night Football to the Dallas Cowboys, the Eagles sliding all the way from the number one seed in the NFC to the fifth seed in the NFC. Dallas Cowboys making the jump from number five to number two, but because the San Francisco 49ers, despite those three teams having the same record at 10-3, and 10-3, and 10-3, and they own the tiebreaker. They beat the brakes off the Dallas Cowboys. They put the beat down on the birds and because of that San Francisco atop this conference right now and if the season were to end right now they would have home field advantage running through Levi Stadium in Santa Clara the remaining Niners schedule here it is completely plausible for this football team to win out and potentially for the first time since 2019 San Francisco could have home field advantage. They're on the road to play the Arizona Cardinals in week 15 in Glendale. Week 16, at home against the Baltimore Ravens Christmas Day on Monday Night Football. That is the most, most difficult test for San Francisco for the remainder of the year just because of how good that defense is and the threat that Lamar Jackson poses. And really for the first time in Lamar's career, he has a really good complimentary cast. Niners then go on the road after that Christmas Day game to play the Commanders at FedEx Field. And then San Francisco on the 7th of January will come home to take on the Los Angeles Rams, who gave the Ravens a pretty good test yesterday, ended up losing on a walk-off punt return for a touchdown, Tylen Wallace, in overtime. The Philadelphia Eagles remaining schedule. They have to go on the road to play Seattle on Monday Night Football. Philadelphia has not beaten the Seahawks since 2008. And it's a Seahawks team that's coming off a loss against San Francisco, a loss against Dallas. They've lost to the Niners two times in three weeks. They've lost four games in a row for the first time in Pete Carroll's tenure. And Philadelphia has not beat the Seahawks since 2008. So when you combine all of that together with the Eagles limping right now, looking slow, tired, playing sloppy football, this could be a loss realistically for Philadelphia. That could help out San Francisco. After that, though, the Eagles' schedule does get pretty easy. Giants twice in the span of three weeks, Arizona Cardinals in week 17. The Dallas Cowboys' remaining schedule. I think it's the most difficult among these three threats to get the number one seed in the NFC. 
on the road against the Bills, on the road against the Dolphins, at home against the Detroit Lions, and then week 18 against the Commanders on the road. We know that the Dallas Cowboys, when it comes time for December football, January football, they oftentimes flounder. And if they flounder, that also helps out San Francisco in their hopes of trying to get that number one seed. I've said this all along. I think it's going to be San Francisco in the top spot, Eagles in the two spot, Cowboys drop down to fifth, and then the Detroit Lions by way of winning the division, number three, and then whoever wins the awful NFC South gets that four seed. Then those last two wild cards, six and seven spots, Minnesota Vikings, Green Bay Packers all in play right now. Now the Niners didn't play their A game against the Seattle Seahawks, but going back to that question that I posed a little bit earlier, do you think that this Niners team is special? And if that's the case, I want you to hit that thumbs up icon and like the video. Why this Niners team is special? We're really going to dissect that throughout the entire show today. But they didn't play their best football against Seattle. They still won easily. The game was never in doubt. And they beat the Seahawks by two scores. And what's crazy about this Niners team is the overall talent on both sides of the football, offensively and defensively. San Francisco offensively, on pace to be the first team with a 4,000-yard passer and four players with 1,000 scrimmage yards. So Brock Purdy with the passing yards, and then the scrimmage yards with Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. Since the 2004 Colts with Peyton Manning, Edgerrin James, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, and Brandon Stoker. Peyton Manning that year won NFL MVP. I thought quarterbacks couldn't win the MVP without a supporting cast. That's the argument I've heard going against Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy slinging the rock right now. Brock Purdy is balling out, and there is an MVP, MVP case to be made for him. But really, the overarching theme here is just the array of weapons and the premier players that this San Francisco 49ers team has. And that's why I think that this team, when you think back to some of the great Niners teams, I understand this organization has won five Super Bowls, and there have been a litany of future Hall of Famers. And all pros and pro bowlers who have donned the scarlet red and the gold. But this 2023 team, man, you watch them week in, week out, they just pop. Going back to Brock Purdy, 19-27 against Seattle, 368 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, a passer rating of 122.1. And you look at his throwing chart, Seattle tried, and the key word there is tried, to take away some of the intermediate throws for Brock Purdy. 10 to 19 yards beyond the line of scrimmage. He saw what Brock Purdy did against Philadelphia, what he's been able to do all year. And Brock Purdy said, that's fine. You can try to take that away. But as you can see with my completions here, I'm still able to attack the intermediate area of the field. But you want to take that away? I'm going to silence the detractors here who say, I don't have arm strength, that I can't throw the deep ball. And I'm going to rip a shot to Debo Samuel, who cooked Jamal Adams. And I'm going to layer a football in there to George Kittle for another really impressive touchdown throw. And I'm going to spray the football all, all across the yard and go 19 to 27, complete more than 70% of my passes yet again, and torch that Seahawks defense. Brock Purdy had a day. The weapons had a day. And I understand that Purdy has a lot of talent to work with on the offensive side of the football, but how about what this front office has been able to put together? 
They drafted Debo Samuel. They drafted Brandon Ayuk. They drafted George Kittle. And yesterday, if you're an opposing defensive coordinator, you're watching that game and you're like, who do we stop on this Niners team? Debo can run it out of the backfield, catch it from the slot or as an outside wide receiver, and then picking up yards after the catch, he's impossible to bring down. Seven catches, 149 yards, and a touchdown. And then yesterday, he's taken the top off of the defense as well. Brandon Ayuk played a role in two giveaways. San Francisco still won the game by two scores, and he still had six catches for a buck 26. And then George Kittle continues to play like the best tight end in the NFL this year in 2023 because he has been better than Travis Kelsey. Seven grabs for 76, and that aforementioned touchdown. Debo Samuel in his last three games has been a primary weapon for this Niners offense, and he's looked every bit of the all-pro that he was in 2021. Last three games, he's combined for 344 receiving yards, 38 rushing yards, three receiving touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns, and he's playing like that 2021 all-pro self. And why are we showing you these numbers? Because if you are a defensive coordinator out there, what is your plan to stop San Francisco? You want to stop Christian McCaffrey? He runs for more than 100. You want to stop Brock Purdy? He's taken deep shots, completing 70% of his passes, thrown for more than 300 yards. You want to take away Debo, Ayuk, or Kittle? The other two are going to be able to torch you. And then this Niners defense, which we're going to talk about here in just a moment, is playing spectacular football as part of this five-game winning streak coming out of the bye. When you put together ingredients for a Super Bowl winning team, this is what you're looking to compile here, ladies and gentlemen. Loaded roster, Niners have it. Great coaching staff, Niners have it. Top-notch quarterback play, Brock Purdy's doing it. A special team culture. This team has a special championship culture. They talk about how unselfish everybody is. San Francisco has that as well. And you want dogs on both sides of the ball. I'm talking dogs, like woo, 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 dogs on both sides of the ball. And San Francisco has that where they can inject pain and they can instill fear into the opponent week in and week out. We're only getting started here on the show. Continue to hang out with us. But if you loved seeing the Niners sweep the Seattle Seahawks for the second time in a row, I want you to type F Seattle in the chat. I'm never going to type F prize picks because I love prize picks. Largest independently run daily fantasy sports app in North America. You can get a $100 deposit match at prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use the code CLNS. Daily fantasy sports made easy. You choose more or less on a player's projected stat lines and you can win real money like myself, producer Trizzy, and producer Chip. Going into Monday Night Football, here's some picks that we like. Tua Tungavaloa, more than 291.5 passing yards against Tennessee. Devon A-Chain, more than a half passing, rushing, and receiving touchdown combined. And then Tyje Spears, more than 20.5 rushing yards. Derrick Henry's been a little bit banged up, and Spears, dynamic player. So one more time, easy and exciting daily fantasy sports, prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use the code CLNS for that $100 deposit match. You think back to some of the great offenses in NFL history, right? And you think about the greatest show on turf Ram squads in the early 2000s with Kurt Warner, 
with Marshall Falk, Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce. The explosive play rate for those teams, the 2000 Rams, 16.5%. The 2001 Rams, 16.2%. The San Francisco 49ers, 15.7%. David Lombardi of The Athletic pointed some of this out. I wanted to go back, look at the numbers as well. The San Francisco team, unlike the years with Jimmy Garoppolo, are an explosive offense. They're not just a methodical offense. Brock Purdy can be credited for that because Brock Purdy has brought an explosive element to this offense. Making plays with his legs, extending plays with his legs to throw it, but also completing the deep ball with the deep ball accuracy. On top of this Niners offense clicking on all cylinders right now, the play of this Niners defense has been superb. They're also clicking. The number one scoring defense in the NFL now after the Baltimore Ravens gave up a lot of points to the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday. The Niners just really playing with a lot of synergy right now. And he hoped that they could continue this type of play because if they get into the playoffs, they are going to be a buzzsaw. What's been leading this Niners defense, it is this mighty pass rush. San Francisco has generated. 29 sacks in their last five games. That is first in the NFL. The next highest team is 22. So what San Francisco is doing right now in pressuring the quarterback, getting after the quarterback, hitting the quarterback, they're just ejecting a lot of fear into the opposition. And the overall contributions from everybody has been very impressive, whether it's star players, whether it's backups, whether it's castoffs. Whether it's young players, rookies, veterans, everybody is just coming together to once again, the theme of today's show, make this squad special. Highest graded defenders, according to Pro Football Focus against the Seattle Seahawks, Jair Brown, 88.3. He's a rookie, third round pick out of Penn State. Chase Young, 86.3. His impact continues to be felt after the trade deadline acquisition. I said it during the broadcast yesterday during our watch party. Kevin Givens has been active all over the place. 84.1 grade. Nick Bosa, 82.4, making a lot of great plays against the run. And then D'Amador Lenore, 81.9. Great teams have depth pieces show up. Great teams in general are deep. Special teams are deep. Eric Armstead is out. He's been a great defensive tackle this year and a critical member of the success that the Niners' defense has been able to have. Others step up, right? Mooney Ward goes out. Others step up. We're talking Javon Kinlaw and Kevin Givens and Kalia Davis stepping up for Eric Armstead. And then Mooney Ward goes out, and Diamador Lenore has to go from outside to the inside, coming out of the bye because they bench Isaiah Oliver, back to the outside yesterday once Ward is out with that groin injury. And what happens? Diamador Lenore balls out against Seattle. And he has had a great season, whether he's played outside corner or slot nickel corner. 86.3 cover grade. That was the highest on the team. He only allowed 10 yards on five targets. Defended DK Metcalf a lot, who once again was overly emotional, gotten in his feels and ejected. Two forced incompletions, two pass breakups, and a passer rating when targeted of 47.9. So that's Lenore stepping up for Mooney Ward. 
How about the year that Javon Kinlaw's been able to have? And I understand that the Niners declined his fifth-year option. He's been motivated in the final year of his deal to try to get paid. But this was the player that the Niners envisioned Javon Kinlaw being when they took him in the first round in 2020. In 2023, his numbers have surpassed pretty much what he did in the three previous years. 319 snaps this year, 27 pressures, two and a half sacks, three pass breakups. In the previous three years combined, 939 snaps, 30 pressures, a sack and a half, and four pass breakups. It's been great to see the contributions steadily from all types of players all across the San Francisco 49ers roster because they are loaded with star players but also depth pieces, and that is what it takes to win a Super Bowl, especially when you're in the midst of what is a very arduous season, a very physical season for a team that's played a lot of football over the last four years because of those three NFC Championship games over the last four years. And I talked a little bit earlier about Jair Brown. Jair Brown having to come in for Talanoa Hufonga has really filled in the gap there, and he's played good football at that safety spot. So we're talking about the talent. We're talking about the depth. Lastly, what I want to talk about is the player development within this organization right now. It's the front office's ability to identify talent, right, and take the right player like Jair Brown in the third round. It's up to the coaching staff to develop those players. And we've seen development taking place throughout this year for a lot of these players, like a Kinlaw, like a Lenore, like a Cleveland Furl, who was a cast-off for the Raiders, now an impactful rotational player. Jair Brown... Since taking over for Hufonga, 80.1 coverage grade, seventh among all safeties, two interceptions, that's tied for first, two more forced incompletions out of eight total targets, and six defensive stops, that is tied for fifth. Great teams, ladies and gentlemen, have depth. Special teams have depth. And that's what San Francisco has been able to bring to the table. And then lastly, it's also the little thing. You need to do the little things right throughout the course of a football season to win a championship. And those little things are small things like Brandon Ayuk blocking down the field on the Christian McCaffrey 72-yard run on the first play from scrimmage. And Brandon Ayuk's willingness as a blocker is awesome. It's also, if you go back and look at that same Christian McCaffrey run, Brock Purdy, who had nothing to do with that play. He just had to pitch it to McCaffrey. He could have watched him the entire time. He saw McCaffrey break out into the open field. He saw him turn onto the Jets. And Brock Purdy ran all the way down the field to lift up Christian McCaffrey after he got tackled. He didn't have to do that. I've never seen that before. This is the culture that we alluded to. This is the special that we speak of. San Francisco's doing all of that. We have a roster move to talk about before we hop on out of here. We're not sure what's going on with Charvarius Mooney Ward right now, the groin injury, the severity of it. Matt Mayoko kind of reported this or at least said that it was in the works over the last 24, 48 hours. That's what I had been hearing as well, that maybe Jason Brett was going to sign with San Francisco. He was at the game at Levi Stadium. And he was in a box watching the action. And San Francisco must have known that they were going to sign soon Jason Verrett. Ian Rappaport has now made 
that news official that San Francisco is signing an old friend and cornerback, Jason Verrett, to their practice squad. If an injury happens, Verrett has familiarity with this team, has familiarity with this defense. He could step up, and he can get elevated to the active roster. We know that cornerback is a position that all of a sudden, in the snap of a finger, you can become light at. And with Traverius Mooney Ward dealing with this groin injury right now, Jason Brett is a player who at some point might get activated to the active roster. If that's a long-term injury or a problematic injury, Mooney Ward, by the way, has been playing like one of the best corners in all of football. Or you want to give credit to a player who's been dealing with a lot throughout his career who has gotten snake-bitten by injuries. And you want to allow his hard work to pay off late in the year so that he can get some regular season snaps, so that he can say he came back to play in the NFL. You can do that with Jason Verrett. This is a player who the Niners really value from a cultural standpoint. And back in 2020, he played some really good football for this team on the outside, a borderline pro bowler for this squad. If you love the 49ers, I can guarantee you this channel is for you. So make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. We appreciate you for tuning into the San Francisco 49ers report. We also appreciate these super chats for coming in. Matt Keller, $5 donation. Chase, if you have a kid and named him Chase, would you become Chase Senior Senior? I've gotten that question a lot, and the answer to that question would technically be yes. But would I do that to my kid? The answer to that, probably no. Can you imagine that kid going around middle school, elementary school, high school, and just getting bullied? Hey, Senior Junior! <laughs> Or like the jokes from the substitute teachers. Uh, you're Chase Senior Junior? So does that mean that your dad is Chase Senior Senior? I got those all the time when I was growing up. Substitute teacher. You're going to name your kid Chase? Or Chase Senior is a junior. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's just not that funny. Substitute teacher, Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> Matt Keller, good stuff. Thanks for the five. Daniel Camano. Sent in two $2 Super Chats. Is that a dog right there or a pig? I think it's a dog. Dreadhead David, $2. Sorry, I missed you guys yesterday. Was that the game? Yeah, Dreadhead, I saw um, you comment that on the postgame show, I believe. And I commented back, and I was like, Dreadhead, hope you had a good time, my guy. John Wallace with the $2 Super Chat. Chip and Chase and family, bang, bang. And today it's your boy Trizzy on the ones and twos. Bang, bang, matter cat. You want to send in a super chat? Bang, bang, not gay. Hashtag 49ers or send in a super chat. Get those questions answered. Also appreciate Factor for sponsoring today's show. Uh, coming up next, we're going to go through some insane Brock Purdy numbers. Continues to make his case for NFL MVP. Make sure you continue to hit that thumbs up icon, by the way, and like the video. Doug Kowalchuk. Chase, do you live in San Francisco, Philly, or where? Neither of those. I actually live in Dallas, Texas right now. That's where our national sports network is located. We now have, I don't even know how many studios, a bunch of studios where we record our shows out of. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. Ten, right? Eleven studios. And a YouTube short studio. So 12 studios now. When I started, we had three or four. And I was the eighth employee. Now we have 25 employees, an office in Dallas, an office in Cincinnati, some remote employees in Michigan. Yeah, we're crushing it, man. So that's where I live.
kind of smack dab in the middle of the country. So if I want to go to San Francisco, if I want to go to Philly, if I want to go to Florida, I want to go to Nashville, I want to go to Phoenix, I want to go to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, it's an easy flight anywhere. What do you think about all-pro running back Mitch Wisnowski from Matt Keller? How about him, man? He said that that wasn't a called play. He saw and read the outside part of the special teams coverage for Seattle, and he kind of read it a little bit, had his eyes peeking that way, took the snap, and saw some room to run. It's unfortunate. I saw Jeannie Wyatt send me an email. She's like, I look back at that play, and Ronnie Bell slipped. That wasn't a chop block. I said that during the watch party yesterday, Jeannie. So you know ball like I know ball. I agree. Shouldn't have been a penalty. Can't get a penalty for slipping. I disagree with it. All right. If you want to chop it up, hashtag 49ers or send in a super chat. If we get enough good questions, we'll stay live and do a mailbag. If not, we'll just sign off after this segment and we'll call it. Coming up next, want to talk about Brock Purdy. The numbers that he continues to put up have been straight up sensational. So let's do a deep dive on those numbers on today's San Francisco 49ers report. Coming up on today's San Francisco 49ers report, we're going to rock out with our Brock out. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself, but you can blame Brock Purdy because what he continues to do is absolutely special for the San Francisco 49ers offense. He is silencing the detractors. He is silencing the naysayers. And he is shutting down the narratives that he is not a legit quarterback in this league. And the numbers back that up as well as the eye test. We're going to break that down on today's show. Thanks for hanging out here with us. First, though, we want to thank the faithful for supporting the show during our watch party on Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks. More than 100,000 views, a bunch of super chats that came in. We surpassed 104,000 subscribers. So if you're out there and you want to be a part of the faithful movement here at Chat Sports and you want Niners shows every single day that are informative, entertaining, and insightful, the solution for you to fill your cup with Niners talk is easy. Just hit that subscribe button right now. I do want to give a shout out to our sponsor really quickly. It is Factor Meals, the number one meal delivery service in the United States, and they have a great deal for all of you. 50% off if you go to factormeals.com slash NinersChat50. During this holiday season, we don't have a lot of time to go food shopping to do a lot of meal prepping, and you can skip all of that in addition to all of the chopping and all of the preparations with Factor. 50% off factormeals.com slash NinersChat50. You can pick your prepaid meals. They are prepped and cooked to perfection. All you have to do, stick them in the microwave for a couple of minutes. You heat them up and you enjoy them. There are protein-heavy options. There are vegetarian options. There are options for you for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You can choose from 35-plus chef-curated meals that are healthy and support a healthy lifestyle. I need that. Shoot, I ran 13 miles, a half marathon for Brock Purdy last Friday. Video coming out this week on the San Francisco 49ers report. I can't be eating junk food, otherwise I couldn't run a half marathon. I could thank Factor for keeping me fit. 50% off using that link at the bottom of your screen. Smash that link. It's available for you in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. So we've done a couple of these shows here throughout this season on Brock Purdy. And it's time to do another one because their performances continue to get better and better and better. And it really is hard to wrap your mind around what Brock Purdy is doing right now because what he is doing in this level of play is insane. Purdy, among all quarterbacks, 
going into this week's game, week 15, against Arizona Cardinals. Passer rating, he is number one. Completion percentage, he is number one. Touchdowns per attempt, the top all quarterbacks in the National Football League. Yards per attempt, numero uno. Yards per completion, also number one. And Brock Purdy in the process, with the play, with the numbers, with the eye test, with the way that he's been playing, the way that the Niners are winning, the way that this offense is humming, with him leading the charge, Brock Purdy is silencing all the negative narratives out there about him. And this is really how Brock Purdy is able to silence the detractors and shut down the narratives. Some people like to say, Brock Purdy doesn't have a strong arm. Brock Purdy is only good because of the system and the offensive talent and the weapons that he has. Kyle Shanahan elevates him. The job of a quarterback is to execute. The job of a quarterback is to be accurate. The job of a quarterback is to put up numbers, win games, and win games big. Brock Purdy is checking off all of those boxes. And you want to tell me that Brock Purdy is only benefiting from a good supporting cast? Upper echelon quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Peyton Manning, John Elway, the greats of all time, as the list goes on and on and on, they're able to have success at all three levels of the field, short, intermediate, long. They're able to have success from sideline to sideline, outside of the numbers, in between the numbers, in between the hash marks. They're also able to have success against multiple different looks. And teams have tried to stop this 49ers offense. The Seattle Seahawks on Sunday, with the way that they schemed things up, wanted to take away the intermediate area of the field. What did Brock Purdy do? He threw the long ball. Teams all year have tried to drop back in zone. Or man, teams all year have tried to send the house at Brock Purdy to try to force him into making a mistake. But Brock Purdy, like the greats do, has been able to be exceptional against the blitz. And among all quarterbacks against the Blitz this year, Purdy has thrown for 1,529 yards. That's first among all quarterbacks. His 9.9 .9 yards per attempt also ranks number one. His 14 touchdowns against the Blitz is also number one. And then his rating, 127.9, is also number one. Now, teams might look at these numbers after watching the show, and they might say, we got to drop back in coverage here. That's when I have confidence in Kyle Shanahan to scheme things up with his play designs, pre-snap and post-snap, and for Brock Purdy to improvise, to have the level of anticipation, to throw guys open to beat any type of coverage. And that's why the San Francisco 49ers team is clicking right now. How about on throws of 20-plus yards? You want to tell me that Brock Purdy has a noodle arm? That Brock Purdy can't throw the long ball? After watching Jimmy Garoppolo for the last few years, it is safe to say that Brock Purdy has brought a different element to this Niners offense. How about these numbers on throws of 20-plus yards for all the haters out there? Brock Purdy, very efficient once again. 27 of 41, 860 yards, nine touchdowns, one pick, and a rating of 138.5. But I thought that Brock Purdy only threw checkdowns, crossers, and slants. I thought that Brock Purdy's Yards, all of them, came after the catch because of how good Kittle, Ayuk, and Debo are in the open field. Brock Purdy is a checkdown merchant. How about this? Percentage of passes at or behind the line of scrimmage. Brock Purdy ranks 29th 
among all starting quarterbacks in the National Football League. Russell Wilson, he's kind of a checkdown artist. He's number one, highest percentage of passes at or behind the line of scrimmage. Justin Fields, number two. Joe Burrow, number three. Tua Tungavaloa, number four. Patrick Mahomes tied with them. Brock Purdy all the way down on that list at 29. It is not a bad thing to throw passes at or behind the line of scrimmage. Sometimes you can win those matchups, and you want to be able to get your football in the hands of your playmakers. Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, Joe Burrow, Tua, Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy. They all have these playmakers who they want to get out in space. But don't tell me that Brock Purdy is only throwing it on slants, crossers, can't throw the deep ball, is only throwing screens, and is only throwing passes at or behind the line of scrimmage. Because that is simply false, and I'm proving you wrong right now. How about completion percentage on 20-plus yard passes? Brock Purdy might throw the deep ball, but it's because everybody's wide open. How about the dime that he threw in stride to Debo Samuel on Sunday? Layering that football in to George Kittle. Trent Williams even said it after the game. His ability to layer balls over linebackers who are in a good position is a really special skill. And the completion percentage on 20-plus yard passes, Brock Purdy, 66%. Number one in the NFL, ahead of C.J. Stroud, ahead of Tua, ahead of Dak Prescott, ahead of Jared Goff. Would you take Brock Purdy? Over all of these quarterbacks, the argument is there, and it's to be made that, yes, you might do that. And then Purdy against Seattle. He became the fourth quarterback in NFL history with a completion percentage of 70% or higher in seven consecutive games. So last year, Brock Purdy, regular season and playoffs, went 7-0. and Now the San Francisco 49ers are 10-3 and under his watch. We're talking about a pretty long sample size here where he's been very, very consistent. And in doing that, seven consecutive games of 70% or higher, he joins elite company. The others to do it, Drew Brees seven times, Sam Bradford did it seven times, and Joe Montana did it eight games in a row. I was listening to a clip, John Middlecoff, he's from the Bay Area, goes to a lot of Niner practices, former NFL scout. He was on Colin Cowherd's podcast as part of the Volume Network. He also has his own podcast there. Haberman and Middlecoff podcast is a good one if you want to tap into that for some more Niners content. He said that Brock Purdy to him, and he's been saying this for a bit, pretty much looks like a more athletic Drew Brees. Smaller in stature, very accurate. Brock Purdy a much better athlete than Drew Brees and right now has a stronger arm than Drew Brees. And what's crazy, too, about some of these Brock Purdy numbers is that he is now second in the league in passing yards. And he's put together a lot of 300-plus yard performances, including that Seattle game. But he is 17th in passing attempts. Think about that. Second in passing yards with fewer opportunities. 17th in passing attempts. That right there is efficiency. So to really summarize today's show, Brock Purdy, is a better athlete than given credit for. Brock Purdy and his arm strength are just fine. And his arm strength is better than what people give him credit for. He is not, contrary to lazy opinions out there from people who don't watch the games, a checkdown artist. He is not just a product of the system. He is legit. And if he was drafted in the same draft spot as Zach Wilson, 
people would be on their knees calling him the next coming. He's the next great one. But because he was Mr. Irrelevant, front offices out there are annoyed, pissed off, and wondering how they passed up on him and let him go to San Francisco. And they don't want to give him his flowers. But it's time for everybody out there to give him his flowers. And after watching today's show, how do you not? If you've been impressed by Purdy's play, make sure you hit that thumbs up icon right now and like the video. And as always, thank you for watching the San Francisco 49ers.